Well, that's exactly right. What we've done is we've taken the 360, we've added a DSP, and then we've... What happened to your eyes? That big eye. You will need eyes to see. Everybody, welcome back to Pop Culture Purgatory. This is Jeremy. This is Michael D. Song and Chris Tron Martins. <laughs> is it safe? Is it safe? What fucking safe? What are you talking about, man? <laughs> yes, it's, that was uh, pretty good. <laughs> it is safe. It's very safe. Yes. Uh, we're talking about. Uh, oh, I, we have. To, I have to mention this. Um, so Mike came up with this idea about movies to see before you die. Mm, so yeah, just movies that are corner shit. Quint essential need to be Quint essential. Uh, and then we're gonna we're just gonna do three movies, but like this is gonna be part of a series. Hopefully we can keep up with it every other year. <laughs> but uh <laughs> this is this is uh part one of uh movies you you should see before you die. And we're talking about 1976's 
Marathon Man. speak to you. I don't know anything. I'd like to use you as possible bait. It's not safe. Is it safe? Is it safe? No, it's not safe. It's very dangerous. Wealthiest and most wanted Nazi left alive. I'm positive your brother meant to rob me when I leave the bank with my diamonds. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. Well, can I trust you? You never could. You're uncontrollable. What you offer us is valuable, but it's not worth the chaos you're causing. Where is he? No! gap gets too large between what the FBI can handle effectively and what the CIA doesn't want to deal with. That's where we come in. What do you do exactly? We provide. Provide what? Anything. Were you Sal's mistress? I never even met him. Is it safe? Marathon Man. Right. Uh, Mike, do you want to give the synopsis here? Yeah, man. And also, sure, it was man. my mom who brought this up. She was like, if, if yeah. you know, she never listens to the show because we cuss all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I feel bad. Language. No, oh, no, hell, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> She'll understand. <laughs> and she loves us doing what we love. But she brought this idea up um, a marathon, man. I hadn't seen it in forever. The synopsis of this, and I'll just read the simple one. After the shocking murder of his older brother, a New York history student finds himself inexplicably hounded by shattery government agents on the trail of a Nazi war criminal who is trying to retrieve smuggled diamonds. And I <laughs> fucking love that tagline, man. Like, I'm yeah. immediately intrigued. Yeah. What's the tagline? Or uh, synopsis, sorry. I'm immediately oh, synopsis, intrigued yeah. by that synopsis. The tagline should be, is it safe? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. um, oh, it just says a thriller. That's all it says. Um, but uh, that's so interesting because it didn't happen to like way, like almost like halfway, like an hour yeah. into the movie. So it's very interesting that they use it as the, the, the synopsis there. So. Yeah, it takes a, it takes a hard turn. Uh, like a, the type of movie that it is, and and I feel like that synopsis kind of gives away a lot right there. It does, it does, it does uh, yeah, it does, yeah. Because like it's it really like like literally like you're trying to 
if you're seeing this movie for the first time, even me, I've this is probably my third time seeing it, and it's been a while. But like, still, like they really like they don't tie anything together for like a long time, which is awesome. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But like right. once you once you make that connection that Schneider and Hoffman are brothers, I'm like, holy shit, really? Like, it blew right. my mind. You know? Yeah, right. yeah. I, I don't know what 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 was uh, y'all's experience the first time you watched this. Like, do you have a timeline of when it was the first time you watched it? Uh, for me personally, I don't. I don't. I feel like I watched this later, like somewhere around 17, 18 years old, kind of for yeah. the first time. And I really wasn't that impressed with it. It kind of took oh. me to get a little bit older and, and rewatch it. I've never been a huge Dustin Hoffman fan Hoffman, of his younger yeah. years. And like just something about him is kind of off putting to me. I, I, I love him in a lot of movies, <laughs> but I don't know. The dramatic roles, I, I don't know. It's weird for me sometimes. I, it, I mean, I, I was going to mention the same thing. Uh, I mean, but, well, I'll answer Tron real quick. I mean, I, I was telling you guys before, uh, my uncle's a big fan of this film. So I saw this when I was probably like 16 or something like that. Nice. I mean, I, I didn't really know what to make of it, even though there are some, like, the movie is like legitimately like fucking creepy at times. I remember being pretty intense in the bathroom. The tension scene. they build is incredible. Yeah. You don't yeah, know who yeah. you trust. They do a really good job, job of and the, that. The, the uh, sort of like the uh, minimalist like score, which is like really weird. And I, I like it. It's, it's very, but like most of it's just no sound, like no music at all. It's just like all the foliage sound. Right. Yeah. Like, they're, when they're breaking into his bathroom with that crowbar, it's like, holy fuck, like, what the fuck mm-hmm. what can I do here? I'm, I can't get out of here. He's, like, going through the medicine cabinet and shit. I can't do anything. Um, but uh, the guy uh, did the score, the composer, Michael Snell, he did Pumping Iron from fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger's <laughs> movie. He also did the, that the music Parallax is so goofy view. in that movie. <laughs> he also did the Parallax View, which is a pretty good spy movie with um, Warren Beatty, I believe. Um, he did he did Stepford Wise and fucking Wagons East as well. <laughs> oh, wow, shit. okay, he's all over the place. I was answering Tron's I was answering Tron's question or something like that. I thought I totally lost my point. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, the yeah, first the time first you were time watching, your uncle. Yeah. 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 Oh uh, yeah, uh, but that's how I saw it move. But I thought there was another question there too, but I I forget. Don't worry, let's move on. Oh, the impact it had on you as a kid? Yeah. If um, you watched it as a kid. Well, well I remember when you were younger. Yeah. This is what I remember. I remember all my parents. I remember my parents and like my my parents like um, friends or like uh, you know the people in the family who saw. It, they're like, "Is it safe?" And that whole tenant the dentist scene like like that. They remember that. They remember that shit like immediately. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's fucking terrifying. Fucked up scene. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Just make me hate the dentist more now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, two, two things I hate more than anything is Nazis and fucking dentists, and combine them both into one. Combining body. both my fucking fears here. <laughs> oh, that's what I was gonna mention. It's the first Dustin Hoffman movie. So Mike's already mentioned like, kind of how he feels. I mean, Mike, you want to elaborate a little bit more on Hoffman, or? I mean, I I respect a lot of his work. I like like I think he's great in Wag the Dog, which was like a terrible like the movie was so received so poorly. I think he got a lot better over age, really from Rain Man on. I, some of it is like right. the graduate this movie it's just to me it comes off off-putting and kind of pompous like i don't know how else to explain that no I, and maybe I, it's just the vibe yeah. hoffman gives off you know i'm not sure i think it feels like uh it feels very like uh de niro taxi driver-ish i i, I don't like i'm not i'm uh, saying acting wise well, acting wise this role because here but... pacino was looking at it too <laughs> oh <laughs> really yeah oh really yeah interesting yeah. But I think um, I think that just seeing that like a very profound actor like in his earlier years trying to figure it out and that I think the both movies came out at the same year and they're both shot in New York. I think there's like a very I don't know, that's kind of why I place them into that. But I don't think they act at all the same way, but there's a very personality thing where they're both trying to act like that same mid seventies New Yorker 
<laughs> that comes off kind of as the same thing. He, right. he comes off more of like a um in this movie, and I've seen a couple of just I've seen, you know, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 Dustin Hoffman movies. I don't remember a lot of them. Um I'm kind of with Mike. Like I don't like uh, like uh, I mean he comes it's like off I don't more, dislike the guy, but yeah, I don't, about yeah. It. I remember like like that movie Hero that came out right. He's in that movie Hero, but the plane crash or some shit, and he survives. And I don't some, remember that one. But but like um, and I could have had that mixed up with something else. I'm not exactly sure, but um, but uh, you know, uh, of course I love Rain Man. I think Rain Man's a great movie. The grad, I, with, I agree. Uh, I'm with Mike on the Graduate. I'm like I'm like yeah, it's not I mean, it's not really that great to me. Well, the whole movie is just fucking weird. It's a weird movie. <laughs> it really is. Um, it's a weird movie. But like uh, I mean Hoffman comes off of uh, in this movie as sort of a um. He doesn't seem like this every, everyday kind of guy. He comes off as some sort of, I don't know, like this some sort of artsy, like a dude who's working, uh, who's doing plays and uh, learning the, uh, theater work instead of actually going and doing like this history major stuff and his father right. having mm-hmm. this sort of background. None of it makes any, he, he doesn't, I mean, he does have it here and there, but um I mean, I'd much rather see like you know. You look at Roy Schreider in this movie. Roy Schreider just like he just oozes well, charisma. He commands the whole, the whole time. screen. Yeah, yeah Roy like, should have been fucking um, Dustin Hoffman's character, in my opinion. But maybe it wouldn't have worked as well with how Roy Schneider just is, you know. Right. Even right. though, that, ironically, in the novel, novel his character is gay. <laughs> really? Oh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. interesting. Yes, with oh, Janeway, oh. with um, Devane's character. That would have added another oh. plot line that was would have been interesting. I agree. Okay. That that makes a lot more sense. Actually, now I'm, I'm thinking about it. Wow! And yeah. like the first, and I, I started jump ahead. The first scene where he gets a phone call, he's like, "Oh, hey, Janie, Janie, just come over here." Oh, don't worry about oh. appearances. And I guess that's as far as they are willing to go with those, you know, inferences in the seventies. That is you know interesting. I mean? Wow! Yeah. Oh, wow! Because dude. because because the 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 um the lady character, I mean, she's like what? She's got like I don't know three minutes of screen time. All together, yeah. like it's like a waste. Of, it's like like well, oh, wait, in, this is way in the too later gay. half of the movie. She has a oh, lot girl of, there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> and it's so obviously a boy. Yeah, but we'll yeah we'll get into all of that. <laughs> even even Janeway, he he uh, uh he acts. He's he's so like uh flirty and like yeah. cares, like sort of like yeah. overly kind of not slimy. sexual. But yeah, it's, it's <laughs> weird. It's just strange. Devane comes off so slimy to me. In this very movie. very My, Miami Vice ish in in certain ways, but with a lot of sleaze. On yeah. top, right? <laughs> yeah, not the fun sleeve, like the gross sleeve. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not not the eighties Miami Vice sleeves, the precursor to this shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh wait, we need Ferraris. <laughs> <laughs> well, this uh, this director, what's uh, his name? John Sh- John Schlesinger. Yeah, something like that. I don't really know. He did Pacific Heights, which is a which hopefully one day we'll cover on the show, which is a great uh, Michael Keaton uh, weirdo Michael Keaton movie, which is a lot of fun. He did a um, Midnight Cowboy. Uh, oh, I like Sunday quite a bit. That had yeah. Hoffman in it too. That's yeah. Yeah, that was, that's, that's a great. That's, no, that's a great Hoffman uh, acting role. Right? He plays Rad. That's a great so. movie. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Um, Sunday Bloody Sunday, which I'm not sure what that is, Never but seen. that's what he got a Best Director Oscar for. Excellent. Wow. wow. Okay. Did he want, did anybody want anything for this movie? Uh, no, I think it was nominated. Let me double check. Hang on. Cause this movie seems like it's just 76 and it's got, it's, it's, it's around that time where like, uh, of course, Lawrence Olivier got a best supporting actor role. Or <sighs> mm, of course. Yeah. He is good. He's good in this, the small window. He's, he's in creepy it. as fuck. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Uh, but, um, 
that just seems like a Hollywood thing. Like, give give Olivier a fucking nod. <laughs> give him a nod. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, get towards the end of his career, obviously. It's like, ah, here you go, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> but he's great in this. Don't get me wrong. Don't he's get very me wrong. good in it, yeah. Um, I do like the line where he says, like, uh, your, your brother was very strong. Sometimes those traits pass down to, like, their siblings. That's <laughs> a great line. Yeah. Before he drools the his fucking healthy fucking food. And how he just Jesus. demeans them all. Your father was weak. You are weak. It's like, yeah. ah, it, just take <laughs> your brother two. was weak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, that's, I, this, I mean, this movie must have had a big cultural impact. I didn't know until my 20s I didn't watch this thing. Uh, I was going to say, um, but this is like around the time where like, you know, uh, these movies, these sort of, uh, what, what, there's what, a lot of spy movies coming out too. Well, yeah, not, just, not just spy movies, but like, those movies that were like, um, I'm sorry, I can't remember, I can't think of the name of them, but like they're like these bleak, like like nobody wins at the end. It's like a, this everybody dies or mostly everybody realism. dies. Sorry, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, sure, realism, no, yeah. not really, not really. <laughs> but uh, like, but like I forget what what was what, the word for it, but like there was a lot of movies like this back. I mean, tax, um, met met uh, he brought up the Taxi Driver. It's fucking brutal. You have no idea whether or not fucking Travis uh, Bickle's in prison. Or he's mm-hmm. living in his own head at the end. Who knows? Or he's right. praised the hero. We have no idea. Right. So I mean, like it's just uh, and there's a lot of like uh, like Rumblefish, uh, which is, it's a great movie. Um, uh, like yeah, Outsiders came out. It's a pretty fucked up, dark fucking movie. Mm. Like, um, uh, funny enough, both uh, uh, Francis Ford Coppola movies, but like like the Apocalypse Now, shit like that. Um, Right, the seventies were full of like very, very heavy material and, and yeah. shit like this because yeah. a lot of stuff is going on in the oh, government. It's just completely like cynical, whole... cynical movie. They're very cynical. Like, like no one wins. Everybody dies. It's how it is. Yeah, happens. welcome to the real world. Yeah, welcome to the real world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seventy six. I mean, yeah, seventies. You know, like you're saying, was a massively political time. It seems like there's a lot of uh, political undertones in this movie. Yeah, uh, definitely. Era, yeah. Yeah, lots, lots of. Uh, I mean, you know, right down to his dissertation, he's like, "Yeah, I'm writing it on, you know, American uh, terrorism, or was what, what was the term he used? It's, uh, um, the use of tyranny in America. tyranny in America. Yeah, and, and the guy's like, so you mean the McCarthy is going to be central to your dissertation? It's like, well, you mean McCarthyism? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when he, I, I like that scene because that's when you find a little back history on Babe and his dad. Apparently, is. I, it doesn't really come out and say they, they. I'm assuming they say he's accused of spying or something, mm. and with the guilt of it, he kills himself. And, you know, Babe sees that, and his teacher, you know, says, "If I knew your father and all this shit," he's like, "Don't go down the same path your father did with this type of." You know, that's what that's what drove your father mad or whatever. But you never really find out what he was accused of or whatever, and I couldn't no. find that in the book either. Yeah, it's a. I'll, I have to mention that the professor, the, the professor there is played by uh, the great um, Fritz Weaver. Uh, who I love quite a bit, and uh, he's uh, of course he's in uh, Creep Show, the original Creep Show. He's fantastic. Oh, nice. in that. He's a, he's part of the crate uh, episode oh. where he's trying to get rid of his wife, <laughs> like uh, putting her in the crate with a monster in it. Um, I love that one. <laughs> yeah, and, me too, and can man. we talk about the opening of this film and how ev- all of these events take place? It's so random and bullshit. It's over a road road rage incident. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually how like how like, movie how, like takes like, off. How regular it is, like like this is like yeah, this, exactly. People, it would be something that mundane, you know what I mean? <laughs> I agree. Like, I, like when the when the fire when the uh, the oil truck was back, I'm like, oh my god, come on, really? But I'm, I'm like, hey, I'm back it the up, book. Back, back it, it up. up, back it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with like a cartoon level text on it that says oil explosives. Like, here we go, folks. 
Here comes oh, the windup. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the whole interaction between who you find out later who that the German guy is who goes in the bank. That whole sequence with the band aids, putting that in his pockets, all mysterious and shit. Phil, right? That's how you say his name, Phil. Uh, it's like Snell or something. Snell, yeah, right. maybe. You have to say it with Nazi anger in the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your papers. <laughs> I think it's funny too that he gets rear-ended by a Jewish person and they start fighting and then they both yeah, die it. in that crash. It's like, yeah, what the fuck, man? They, yeah. they burned up. They burn up, man. It's, it's a trip. Um, it's, I just think that's funny. That random event just launches this entire movie. It's crazy. And all the circumstances that come afterwards. Um, I have to mention this real quick. Uh, it had nothing to do with this movie, but uh, William Devaney is in this movie. He, he plays uh, Janeway. But um, in 77, uh, after this movie came out, uh, he was in a movie called Rolling Thunder. Have you guys seen that before? Mm, I don't, don't think so. so. It's, no. Well, it's a really damn good movie. Tom Lee Jones is in it. Uh, but it, it, here's, I'll give you a real quick synopsis here. A recently uh, returned Vietnam POW loses his family in his right hand during a violent home invasion and seeks retribution against those responsible. It's very much like, um, like Taxi Driver in a way um, or Death Wish. And it's just like one of those movies that came out again around this, the mid seventies, where it's just like it's bleak, it's bloody, it's violent, um, and it has a lot to say about with the this the social norms were at the time, quote unquote. Post Vietnam, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. pissed. But I recommend you guys check it out. It's a really cool movie. Yeah, it was sick, dude. I mean, he was he was in his thirties in this movie, and I mean, he looked like everyone kind of looked twenty years older than they actually were in this movie. I don't <laughs> know what his Hoffman was in his thirties. Yeah, he's like, uh, I have it here, he's like 83 now, and if it was shot in... 75 probably, he shot it in 75 probably. 75, yeah, he's about 36 when that happened. You know, I was thinking that last night, like, how old, Hoffman's got to be our age. Yeah. That's That's, interesting. Yeah, Yeah. what? Like, in that movie. Yeah, it's crazy, 35, 36, man, that's nuts. Yeah, we're... uh, it's strange, and and Jazz even we watched together, and she's even like everyone looks so much older, and I was like, part of that is to do with like these actors are in their <laughs> mid to late thirties playing as you know, uh, high school graduate or college graduates. And <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I honestly think it's like it's just um uh it's the 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 sort of the generation uh, that generation was going the war and fucking working when they were yeah. 12 years old <laughs> yeah that's hard it's hard on that's a lot to do with it yeah like this like what yeah. we we're what we were breathing what we were eating what we were drinking what we were experiencing at that time i mean it just keeps like our kids just keep changing man like every every you know couple dec every decade they change they change every time yeah so. everyone looks so different dude it's just it's agreed. weird it's yeah. crazy yeah like, kids like kids nowadays i see kids uh when i drop bryce off at school like it's, it's only it's only it's a middle school, so you only go sixth or eighth grade. But some of these kids in there, they look like they're fucking adults, dude. It's crazy, like, like <laughs> it's fucking nuts. five foot ten, like six foot, like have mustache trip. going on. Yeah, yeah, beach fuzz going on, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> With their head in a phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's weird, man. It really is. It is. And I, well, I want to go back to what Mike was saying about the the uh, intro. Um, you know, we have uh, this sort of uh, conflict on the road between the Jewish band and, and this obviously a fucking Nazi. Yeah. And uh, we have uh, um, uh, Dustin Hoffman running. And um, I love how he comes, the, the, the part where they explode, the score is mixed in with like an, um, an ambulance siren. And it cuts to Hoffman when he comes up and just kind of looks over there. He sees the fire and whatnot. And that then, um, down, yeah. 
Yeah, and then uh, uh, this is a trip, but like I'm pretty sure it's uh, I saw this on IMDb, but I can't get a good like good read on his face, but I'm pretty sure Treat Williams is the guy who beats Dustin Hoffman in the oh, run. It's like, oh, you're losing time or whatever. Yeah, he, he gives him the finger. <laughs> He's uncredited, yeah, that's awesome. but that's that's probably that's Treat Williams, like a, like a, a really early role for Treat Williams, which is like, blew my mind. So. Uh, but I, I like the um. Do uh, you know who Tree Williams is, uh, Tron? I have not ever heard that. Is the principal or the substitute? Substitute. 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 Yeah. He's, he's substitute in part two. But um, you've seen him before, dude. I guarantee you, man. You just look him up. He's in the Phantom. He's a bad guy in the Phantom. Total goofball. He's a fun. He's a fun actor. He's one of those faces. Soon you see him, like, oh god damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, god yeah. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Called it. Yeah, there you go. But I, I like this um uh, this idea of like. Uh, uh, in this character, this character of uh, of Hoffman's character of of, of uh, uh, what, what is it? What's his nickname, Babe? Um, Babe, yeah. When he's like, he's constantly like fighting something, like mentally, you know, mm-hmm. like he's always got like the. Uh, it's, it's interesting they call it the marathon man. He's always trying to. He's always. This might be thinking to do with this, but like his mind is always racing. He's always thinking about the past. He's always trying to kind of maybe not talk about the past, but he's also trying to write a paper about the past but his father mm-hmm. and uh um, you know trying to sort of figure he's out like how to running suicide. away from his past yeah. yeah yeah he needs closure on it basically and he's he's running towards and from the truth at the same time yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and then that's what saves his ass too at some point he, you know? yeah, yeah he eventually runs a marathon at the end you know it's like <laughs> <get> it. <laughs> but i find that very interesting in this character yeah, yeah I, I mean think his it's character and in... go ahead yeah yeah i think it's super fitting um Running sucks so bad, dude. <laughs> it's like I love it, it's, but it's not everybody I, I know. It kills I know my you, knees, man. Me too. It's me. so it shitty on my knees. knees. But even wow. as I was watching all the running scenes, and I was just like, dude, all that came to mind was like, fuck, running, dude. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Even with that view, I'm still hating this. Yeah. <laughs> it still sucks. And dude. I did love the the subtle so- shots. You can see the World Trade Center here and there. I always look for that. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, but I was going to say, too, I also like the how Doc is is kind of relayed into this. You don't realize he is Skilly or Skyla, however you fucking pronounce that. Like the way they write this movie, it's it's kind of confusing. But I like noirs like this. It's like peeling back an onion. You know what I mean? You think you kind of know or have a good idea. And 30 seconds later, you don't know what the fuck is going on. No, no. So I, I had a question. Um, another jump, not to jump ahead really far, but like, OK, Um these are my thoughts. You guys tell me what you think. So, Worst Rider's a bad guy, right? No. He's not a bad guy? Okay, I thought he was a bad guy. Uh, why? Because uh, they make it pretty nefarious about who they work with because they're outside of the FBI and the CIA. And they I'm seem to be working with Nazis. And I thought he was thing. working, and I think where, Jeremy, I think where you're getting that from too, which I kind of didn't really think of until after I watched the movie. And Janie is acting, you know, in that for the Jane agency. Yeah. yeah, but course, yeah. it seems like but they were both working on the same side, which was still with. Uh, I mean, Janie wasn't acting well, as a double agent, was he? he was he was still working? So, yeah. Well, my yeah. only my only uh, only thing I'd say to that is like he doesn't. You see the car bomb or the little baby stroller bomb that blows up earlier. He's like, "What the fuck?" Goes to meet Janie again. He's like, "Hey, what happened?" And Janie's like, "Oh, you're so paranoid." It's like, bro, a bomb blew up fucking feet behind me. <laughs> what do you tell him? He's just like, like he's like, uh, in your uh, very limited imagination, like it's, it's like it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so him. obvious too. Like to me, I don't think maybe what I, I think Roy Schneider was another CIA FBI agent that 
does bad things to get good results or vice versa sometimes. But mm-hmm. I don't think he was a bad guy in this plot. Okay, so, see that I was I was kind of confused by that because like you know they don't really because I'm like like all right so uh, uh, why should they kill him why why does he have to die because he's because he slapped the Nazi I mean I I mean the Nazi I get that but like yes so, yeah I still miss that I still I mean, don't understand that part of it he either, slapped yeah. the shit out of him so he yeah, did slap he, the piss he was kind out of him. undercover and also he's being set up the whole time Devane was more in cahoots yeah I hate to fucking go through oh. everything but he's yeah. Okay, so okay, so um, I get that. Devane but, is, yeah. Devane, yeah. Uh, 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 um, and Warshine didn't know he was against him too. But what, what was the point of setting up uh, Doc the whole time? What was the gain from that? I think safety for Zell, because the entire, I mean, at the end of the movie, he's always saying this was all about safety, right? For him, it's right. all about getting fucking his diamonds. Diamonds. What is this and, whole and that's it. about? And so I think he was concerned that Doc might turn around and cap his ass and take the diamonds. Or that you know he he was going to kill him. At I think some he realized point. that. Oh yeah, and they. I think that Janeway and Zell wanted to split all those fucking diamonds together. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it, this is my opinion. I don't think Babe was ever involved in that part of the plot. What I understood was that Babe was trying to get Zell back to the mainland to come for these jewels so that they could arrest him. Or so Babe was trying to get Zell back to America so they could arrest him, and really? Janeway fucked him over. That's just okay. that's what I assumed the plot was. I mean, that's okay, but but, but you have like okay, so but then, uh 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 uh, uh, babe, uh not babe, uh, Doc goes to uh France and he uh gives those diamonds to Leclerc, right? I mean, you never see him give him those diamonds. I mean, you assume he does, but then you mm-hmm. find out that the fucking uh 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 uh, uh, uh you know fucking uh creepy Hagen man slits his throat <laughs> at the opera. Yeah. And, yeah, and I'm like, like, did he steal? Did that that guy steal the diamonds, or did just well, kill the them? diamonds? Were always in the safety deposit box, and the only person who had the key was Zell, the the yes. shaved head Lawrence Olivier. They burned. <laughs> they, they burned in the fucking. Car. So in the chocolates, yeah. then he was handing him one of the, a key to it, or was there diamonds in the chocolates he was handing Leclerc? Or? Well, I thought there was diamonds in there. He he, he pours the diamonds out of the out of the yeah the, out of that bandaging. Yeah, so that's it, what it I thought. Was, it was supposed to be a preview of what they had. It's, from what I understand, and but you can see how Roy Schneider is. He doesn't want to go to the opera. This is a new change in the plans to go to this opera to meet, and that's where Leclerc Leclerc gets murdered. So I don't know, man. I'm confused that's, now. I'm confused yeah. too. Yeah, I'm 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 at the I'm not I don't understand that. It, like the whole basis of this was Zell was worried about his diamonds getting stolen once his brother died. But man, they fucked up a lot of shit on the way to that. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they, they did. did. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, it makes, I mean, it, uh, in, uh, uh, who's the writer? Uh, William Gibson, not William Gibson. Goldman. Um, w- William Goldman. Um, I think he does a fantastic job writing, uh, 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 having, like, basically have the Nazis be these uh, sort of secret underground, crazy, like, terrified people. Well, he wrote people. Off Nazis, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. this guy, the, the guy, the, the, uh, 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 the Zell, not Zell, uh, um, what's his name, like, uh, some like cell. Okay. It's like S Z E L L. How it's spelled. It's cell is the guy who dies in the he dies in the fire, right? Yeah. Well, his brother is his brother is does. the shaved head Lawrence Olivier. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so I'm sorry. The the younger brother Zell dies in the fire, and then Lawrence Olivier is his older brother. Okay. So uh, Lawrence Olivier is Zell, and I looking around here to see. Um, so Car- is that's confusing. Is Carl the one who dies? In the fire? 
I don't know. I forget his first name. Yeah, Klaus. It, it, it's Klaus, Klaus, which is his brother, is the one who dies in the fire, and right. and has a key to that safety deposit box. Okay, so right. I, okay, they and mentioned the that on the key. news program, right? They yeah. he's connected to infamous Nazi war criminal. Okay, all right. So his brother, um, yeah. All right, so Zell is obviously uh, uh, um. He's based off of uh, what's his name, um, Moringe or something like that. Uh, yeah, Richard. Richard uh, uh, what's it, Mangala? Um, Mangala. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Um, I'm looking up. Oh, I feel like an idiot. I have all these notes all over the place, though. Uh, Joseph Mangala. Yes. And Joseph Mangala. Um, they they the, when uh, they do the uh, the. When they uh, uh when uh when Jamie uh gets or, or Jamie whatever gets Hoffman into the car and he does that the loop to dupe basically um uh, and talks about like how he was in uh, Auschwitz and he would do these sort of experiments or whatever and there's a mixture of like Mangala because Mangala lived in like I forget what, what country he lived in it's not Spain but Argentina Argentina, Argentina, Argentina. right yeah uh, uh he was hiding away there he was completely paranoid all the time it, lots it, of Nazis were yeah. Yeah, they open their arms up to those sons of bitches for sure. Oh, big time! Yeah. Big time. They, yeah. they have Vita movie. It's a bunch of bullshit. But like they, uh, they, they do some references there with the haircutting because I know uh, Mangala got like uh, scalp uh, surgery to like lower his forehead like a fucking moron and they fucked it all up. <laughs> but um, I, this is interesting. Uh, I did. I didn't read this. I just, I, I just guessed this from the descriptions that uh, Janeway was saying in the in the uh, car. But he mentions uh, uh, he was also a guy who not 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 spelled, He's a dentist, not not the dentist, but his brother would tell Jews that he could uh, he could safely get them out of Auschwitz uh, if they pay a hefty sum. And you find out that he would kill them and take their gold, right? Mm-hmm. Well, gold uh, from their teeth, yeah, th- yeah, from the teeth. So there's this dude named per, uh, per, uh, uh, Marcel Petoy, the French man. Um, and uh, have you heard, you guys heard of this guy before? Mm-mm. I have not. He was he, he was uh, dumped. Uh, he was uh, well. He was uh, named Doctor Satan uh, back in the day. He did the same thing. He would take like uh, French uh, refugees from uh, that were trying to get out of out of France at the time, and he would kill them. And he, he used their gold <laughs> simultaneously running as the fucking mayor of the town. This is crazy. And he was burning. Uh, how they caught him is that he was burning so many so much fucking body fat. There's so much smoke coming from his chimney. They're like, hey, what's going on here? They go to check him out. He's got piles and piles of shoes and clothes and shit. He's like stuffing shit into a chimney. <laughs> trying to get rid of shit. <laughs> the fuck? They hung him. I think they hung him when they cut his head off one of those two. But yeah, I thought that was interesting because he he was, um, there was this was around the same time. Was but, he in France? Yeah, yeah. They probably, they, the guilty, and I think they didn't get rid of to like the 70s. Oh, guilty. Yeah, they guilty. <laughs> so yeah. they probably. Uh, fucking Christopher Lee solved the last gu- guillotine execution. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. They very much probably Lee's just chopped his uh, head off. But yeah, dude, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. You guys go look up this guy. Um, uh, it's M E R C E L P E T I O T. This guy is fucking insane. There's more to the story than just that. But yeah, this dude killed a lot of people. Kids, women, mostly prostitutes too, trying to get just trying to get out. But yeah, he just the cool. more episodes I listen to on last podcast, it, they always go for prostitutes. Like, god damn, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> terrible. It's the, it's the, the left, the less dead, that man. Shit. The yeah. less dead, yeah. The less dead. They get away with it, right? It's yeah. easy to get away with those. 
I, I'm pretty sure I might have heard that on the show at one point, like an early episode. But I looked up it on my, I went to and looked up it on my own. I think A and E's got a, a doc, what kind of forty minute doc on it, but very fascinating. This guy ran for two oh. terms. Jesus, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and was a known liar. He like lied, like he was like this. He's like Donald I mean, Trump. Look at and the state room with government now. Every fucking yeah. Republican <laughs> oh, yeah. fucking yeah. liar. Sorry, it's like but a prerequisite to lie to get. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you have to be batshit crazy. That guy actually yeah, did have physical skeletons in his closet instead of metaphorical. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and can I say, um, Olivier kind of looks like a turtle with glasses? Yes! <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I can't take this guy seriously. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Does he shave to look like his brother? Because it kind of looks like a, a, a stand-in for Ooh, his brother. They say, they say at some point. He's got the very noticeable white hair or whatever. So, I'm, yeah. yeah, but yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was probably so happy his whole life. He's like, ah, oh, the younger brother lost the hair and I got mine. <laughs> Shave that shit anyway. I don't yeah, know if you guys and... picked up on it, but like little, like later on in the movie, you could see his hair growing back in where he shaved the horseshoe in the middle. Yeah, like his, yeah. his shadow's coming in, like the fucking gray hair starting to focus. <laughs> is the razor yeah. safe? <laughs> <laughs> it is not. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's interesting. I mean, it, it, it's funny though. Like, if you go, you know, listen to a lot of these Nazi stories, these infamous Nazis, they did a lot of this shit. Cut their hair, cheat, like color oh, their yeah. skin. They lived, lived off in the jungle. They had money coming in, yeah. uh, like enough money that was, you know, pillaged from the fucking Jews from Auschwitz and from Auschwitz yeah. even that they could created and a lot of them did their own secret identity and their own little. A place away from people where they just had servants there who had no idea what they were doing. Right. Or if you were a rocket scientist, the U.S. government just recruited <laughs> you. <Yep. laughs> <laughs> Nazi scientists sent us to the moon. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's insane. I still can't. It's a fucking truth. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like Bear, like the medicine Bear. I, I, I still blew my mind that, that the Nazis let them run out of uh, free space in Auschwitz to test out fucking headache medicine. Blew my mind. That's and that's insane. probably the like nicest thing they did. <laughs> that's how fucked up it all is. But man, also I like in this movie the neighbors across the street in this. <laughs> oh, they keep going. Hey, creep. <laughs> Those guys are great. Man. Puerto Ricans just busting his balls like the entire movie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I want. I wish there was a scene when he brought that chick, that obviously German chick, back to his place. I would yeah, love to have right. seen them ripping on him on that. Like, I, there should have been. There's ah, God. I could watch the whole movie of those dudes just ripping on this creepy, Anybody? as they call them. <laughs> like the jerky boys, man. This is hanging out on the fucking street. And also, I like when he's talking to uh, the redhead, uh, spoiler spy. Uh, it, they're saying seals in French is faux or whatever, and he spells it F-O-C, no K. That's fuck, like fucker. <laughs> Who he becomes one day in the future. <laughs> yeah, I was half asleep, watched that note, and I was like, oh my god, I gotta make a note. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeremy, I think you said it in our uh, in our, our message group that you're talking about how fucking creepy he is, like on yeah. dating, and well, and he has the name Creep. There's there's not a lot that I want to root for for this guy. I kind of hate his ideology. I kind of hate it's, like the person. It's Hoffman, man. I swear, like yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. Acting in the old days, it just it's off putting to me. It is. I mean, this is. I mean, no, I will not directly throw shade on this movie alone for that. I've seen a lot of '70s movies. I know we all have. And the the sort of like meet cute shit they have in there is really strange and creepy. Like it's Fair really enough. odd. Um, mm. th this is so like like. They're at the same table. What's the lady's name? Her name's Elsa. Um, she's like, 
asking for some help, but then like she leaves and then like he steals her book and like finds her address, but she's like still walking up to her house and he's like really Puts pursuing her in her doorway. In her doorway. She's saying oh, literally oh, saying oh, no, me, go away me. and closing yeah. doors in his face, multiple doors, and he's still his hand open on the door. Yeah, he says bye. She says bye like ten times, like bye, okay, bye, you know, bye. It's really nice of you. And like, like he, like uh, she's like, it's not gonna. But he's like, maybe you'll you'll like going out with me. Why don't you go out with me? Why, why not? She's like, it's, it's not gonna end well. And he's like, yeah, you don't know that. She's like, well, well, you know, I'll call you sometime. And then she closes the door, and he does like a little, like a like a, like a victory knock. Thing. And I'm like, <laughs> he knocks on it too, like three times. I'm like, I got it. I pressured her just enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, it's a weird, like a weird date. Date rapist, but yet still very yeah. incel, like still very incel, like <laughs> so mentality. Weird. It's like this was also again, this was very taxi driver like mentality too. And oh they yeah, came out the same year that I mean so him. He, yeah, when he meets up with fucking Faye Dunaway or some shit at that pol- that political, he takes station. her to a porn fucking then, shop. Well, that, that, first that I'm sorry, I thought this that, was normal. That, 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 <laughs> makes for, that makes sense for you, Travis. You want to jerk me off? I don't get it. <laughs> but, then, but, but then Albert Brooks is there going like, hey, this guy's a fucking weirdo. Like, don't talk to this guy. And she's like, eh, why not? Check. I'll try it out. <laughs> so, hey, to, oh, to be fair, look, like in the 50s, most marriages happened because one guy was persistent. Sure. Like that it's there was no women's rights. There was no Overly. fucking individuality. It was like a high school or early marriage, too. Every time, every right. time. And it was always, let's pump out six kids to keep me from thinking that I just wasted my entire life going with the first guy that came along and was persistent kind of shit. Sure. Yeah. And uh, it, this is kind of like the blend between that and today's culture, big time, or, or not today's even, I'd say 80s culture, 90s culture, and fucking 50s culture to where you could see like the <laughs> the paradigm. I think, it's, I think it is coming back though, yeah. For it's sure. a stark contrast. Well, I mean, yeah. the fucking Rebuggins are trying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just like, I, I, I saw it from a mile away. I'm like, oh, they're doing this too, huh? Yeah. Okay, well, I just, I, that, that, that's my only dig really on the movie. I mean, it's, it's just weird. It just doesn't make, it doesn't need to be here. It's just fucking strange. I get why it's there. You know, she's a fucking a mole, basically, or a pawn. Mm. And like, I get it, but like, it's just like, it's just so fucking, I, I feel like, like it. I feel like it's a book I want to read because I feel like the book kind of gives a lot better background. It'll tell you I've why. The book's more brutal too. Yeah, it's got to be. And it will tell you why, yeah. like, his his neighborhood name is Creep. He probably does this with every chick that sits down next to him. Well, yeah, I was like, well, he's just running, man. He's just some white dude, some Jewish white dude running around. Like, and he's just like, there's a creep for that? Like, I don't I don't get what it is, but yeah. I mean, just you know, cultural just differences, you know, like, I feel like that was just, Wrote, written in just to be an antagonistic nature, only to come back in the end, you know, and as a different best, way, right. which yes. I fucking love. Best part <laughs> of me yeah, too. One of the favorite parts of the movie, yeah. I just, I love, I just love this era because, like, like uh, uh, the, the high stakes are for like a high five fucking TV. <laughs> it's like really, is it? like, <laughs> take my TV, like take five my dudes with guns, top of the line. <laughs> <laughs> but give me the gun, right? Are you kidding? Yes, <laughs> you're right. out of your mind. I will steal everything in your apartment, and the gun's probably the most valuable thing. You are not getting that. I'm going to point that at you when I walk away with all your shit. (laughs) (laughs) If you're lucky, I don't cap your ass. (laughs) Right. Dude. Yeah. There's, there's so much fucking gold in this movie, dude. What is the, uh, the, uh, um, uh, uh, the outlet they work at, work in the division. Is that what it's called? Right. The agent is something like the agency. I I think you might be right, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I do like all of that. That sort of uh, breakdown. Uh, that that whole scene where like, 
where uh, Doc shows up. I mean, they did some great makeup work on fucking Roy Schreiner. He looks close to fucking death, big time. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, rough. And then everything that happens after that is, is amazing. Like, the, just, like, focused on Hoffman, then people, like, taking pictures. And they have this, like, um, uh, ADR of this cop or detective asking him questions. And he's slowly losing his fucking shit. And he still see his brother clearly on the fucking ground, un- like, unclothed. Or, yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. just, like, brutal. Like, the, the uh, 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 Janeway comes in. At some point, they have a conversation. Then they had another door, uh, another uh, knock on the door. The corner comes in. You hear the fuck. They lift his body up and zip the bag up. It's, like, all mm. super loud. And it's just, like, brutal shit. Like, it's really intense. He, he went from, like, an acting when the way he reacted to that bag being zipped up that I was like, oh, man, I, I kind of like how he's playing this right now. That's oh, I cool. agree. I into agree. into like flying off the handle one second and then yeah. like being calm the next. And then it's like, yeah, I was, I was he tells me sorry. He's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And like the, really the most off putting part for me with Hoffman, which he has great scenes. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's when he's out at the house. With with uh yeah he does <laughs> at the house with Elsa and he's like tell me it sounds me the face he makes like bro what are you doing <laughs> do a retake but I do that whole scene at that cottage out in the fucking middle of nowhere is awesome sequence yeah mm-hmm. yeah that rules uh I really like how they don't give you subtitles when another language is being spoken uh, me too me too I I always love when movies do that. Respect yeah, that's that's respect the point, yeah. to the to the audience, in my opinion. I don't need I don't need to hear this shit. Yeah. Like that Nazi guy is he saw the brothers talking all kinds of fucking German in the and beginning. It's realistic, the, yeah. You can pick up realistic. by body language exactly what the fuck's happening. Yeah, yeah. act it out Absolutely. well. Yeah. Yeah, there's the maids that were in there were speaking Spanish. I could pick up on most of that, and I was just like, damn, dude. They're just like he's Rag. telling that bitch, he's like, Stop being fucking noisy, dude. Stop oh, yeah, give Nazi me- pictures. Oop. <laughs> or something. I was like, oh, he's yeah. pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's just being Texan. You pick up on enough Spanish. That's all I got. <laughs> that's it. That's all I needed, actually, because <laughs> that got me through the scene. I thought cool the the garage where they they fucking go to. Oh, we gotta talk about this. An odd job with the weird yeah. eyeball. Yeah, fucking... dude, I was thinking about odd job. God damn yeah. it. It's it's the random random the was it random on. what. Random task. Random oh, task. Random yeah. task. Random task. That scene where he, they, they, man, this movie is like it's, it's shot really fucking well. But that scene where they 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 decided to uh, to have him stand in front of that fucking uh, that curtain, man, that's amazing shit. It looks and the so guy creepy. seeing the whole thing from the other side. I love how that's yes. shot, man. Hey, nurse, bitch, there's something going down. Down. <laughs> the nurse is like, "Yeah, I'll just will you back in. Oh, let's pull in the curtain. No big deal. <laughs> so random." And I love the um the idea that it, it, I mean, you think about it later. I have I watched it twice. Um, but like, uh, the idea that like when Roy Schroeder uh gets or Doc gets to the hotel and like the hotel uh, worker comes in with a suit. He's like, eh, "That's not my suit." But it's like, was he like? Did he was was he working with the fucking assassin? You know, like was he there to yeah. sort of I'm tell him sure. what he's in? Good, good eye on that man. I'm not sure. I feel like that has to be what it was him coming in. Yeah, because he even says, "Oh, I guess he had the wrong room or something like that." that right. That's got to. If I'm a spy, that's got to be a huge red flag. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Well, he, he says he says in the fucking phone call. He's, he's like, like you don't think uh, anybody else knows that I'm here, right? 
Oh, and that's when he's talking to Janie, who sounds like a woman, but then you find out yeah. it's fucking Janeway later. <laughs> Why don't you come over here? No I mean, all I can think about this whole time is like, Captain Janeway from the fucking Voyager? The USS Voyager? That's all I can think about. Sorry, Trey. <laughs> Joke, sorry. Uh, but, um, so, you, buddy. Uh, uh, but I, the, the, the fucking, the, the hand getting the, the garrote and then the spurt of the blood on the curtain. It looks so good. Ooh, that's some good shit. Good shit. And Roy Schreider is fucking ripped as a motherfucker in this movie, man. Yeah, he, he sure he is, is man. yeah. Damn. Yeah. And, and beyond 70s ripped, I feel like. <laughs> I agree. I, I, yeah. is, I think this is a year after uh, Jaws. I could be wrong about that. Jaws might be later. I'm not Jaws sure. was 74? Oh, 74, okay. I could be wrong. Let's look at it. Let's, let's, let's fact check this real quick. I love Roy Schreider. Maybe 70? Nah, it can't be 70. Oh, 75. 75, yeah. This is oh, before this, this movie. This was literally the next year, yeah. Yeah. Shit. Probably wow. filming at the same time. He, did, he, did, he already did the French Connection already. It's the 71. It's fucking insane. God damn, dude. Which I still love that movie. Such I a love the French. Yeah, we got to cover French Connection 1 and 2 on this at some point. Because I think 2 is kind of underrated. Damn. So. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so I want to mention this. Um, and, uh, uh, so uh, I was thinking about this. Uh, I think Stephen King took some ideas from this movie. Uh, there's a there's a book that he did called what's well, a short story. It's in the collection called I think All Dark No Stars. Uh, it's uh, it's a story called The Gingerbread Girl, or it's just uh, it's about it's about this girl who I think she's just recently divorced, and she goes to um, her dad's like uh, I wouldn't say a cabin, but it's a house, right? And it's like a it's like a nice sort of uh, kind of like your neighborhood, Tron, you know, but it's on the lake. Okay, and uh, and she's going there to sort of like oh no she she loses her she, she loses a baby uh it, it isn't uh she, she loses her baby before it, it's actually birthed so she goes through the divorce and all that stuff and she's going here to sort of like recruit and um uh, while she's she's running every day on the beach um eventually at some point um she runs past the house in the neighborhood and the doors open she looks inside it's all like like stainless steel it's all like super like uh. uh clean and whatnot it turns out there's like a serial killer that goes there every summer to kill women and you know big thing uh, about the i'm not gonna ruin it for anybody but but the big thing about the end is her running away from this fucking dude um it's a really good story you guys should check it out um yeah what was it called again uh, the gingerbread girl gotcha okay and there's another one he did uh oh at pupil uh with gandalf yeah Yeah, with gandalf and renfro uh r.i.p but that it's I had gives me a lot of vibes, man. That's sort of like you know uh, Gandalf is hanging out in the fucking uh, that that uh, that neighborhood wherever he wants to do a paper on the fucking Nazis, and it turns out this dude's a fucking Nazi. It's crazy, man. right? Yeah, and yeah. I love those kind of surprise things because Nazis like it's great because they so many of them hid in Argentina. It's crazy for like decades, man. Mm-hmm. So that's why I really like and like I'm all about it fucking nazi spy story every I, time. me too man like the, <laughs> like the eye of the needle with like donald Sutherland. that's a great fucking movie oh yeah um but uh yeah i, I love that like like the scene with the lady on the fucking sidewalk where she catches them like it's you it's you that's now yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they, they start like grabbing her it's like god damn it i mean fair enough she does sound a little crazy <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but yeah that's, that's the guy walking so calmly away that's how you know he's fucking guilty 
one hundred percent the one guy mm-hmm. that is. And in that scene, I mean, this was shot so well that I found myself concerned for the elderly Nazi and like, will he get away? And then I had to stop <laughs> myself and be like, wait, you he's the him. villain. What are you? What are you concerned about him for? They should catch him and beat his ass. <laughs> and that's just that's Olivier's acting, man. He's great in this film. He's great, yeah. Yeah. It really is. It's just, just my fear of the public turning on me one day and just getting fucking <laughs> like <laughs> zombies around me. <laughs> the <bomb> zombies. <laughs> I just love his voice. He's so calm. Just so calming. But, the, the, but threatening it. everything he says. Like yeah. I, I you feel to me, you feel that undertone, just like this motherfucker probably would dissect me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Jesus like the, the whole thing of like what do you say? Like uh um what's what do you say? Uh relief. And discomfort, you know, like oh, it's yeah. like right. I can just keep doing this. I'll put you know, oh, it's amazing, right? I mean, it's just made it some fucking like mint leaves and this and that. It works perfectly, right? We can tell me the truth now, or you know, relief or discomfort, which, whichever you want. You want, so like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Are you tootsie? Is yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> what was yeah, that attack it, in New York Park? Uh, New York, the, the Central Park, wherever. Uh, I think it was to send a message, maybe, or to make it seem less believable that that chick was in on something. Because well, why she gets yeah. when she gets up, it's I think really it was weird, both, right? Yeah, yeah. When she gets up, I mean, it's like really timed, you know. Yeah, like, and they give her a solid backhand, but that's just part of the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> part of the game. <laughs> I mean, they, they mentioned that later. I'm pretty sure. Um, they they go back and mention like that that was supposed to happen, and she even admits to it that she was part of it. And even Olivier is right. like, oh, we didn't we didn't want to involve family, but you know, you made that our like before he kills fucking Schneider, which I hate that fucking scene so yeah, much, man. Yeah, so much. Yeah, they it had feels, they had yeah, go ahead. put on. Sorry. No, you're right. Yeah. Uh it does feel very put on. Um I think the first time I watched it, I didn't look at anything about this movie and was like, oh fuck. And I kind of like the way that they made him crawl back to babe and not say a word. Like he literally got nothing out. I was like, oh yeah, because that's kind of what would happen. Like you never get the one last thing. Like I'm a spy. These people are all against you. Fucking death. Right. Right. Told me shit beforehand. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. He actually does his brother a complete. Yeah, but and what ends up happening, of course, is he does his brother a complete disservice and involves him in all the bullshit Mm -hmm. that he's involved in. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, welcome to the Dude. jungle, bitch. Yeah, well, not that he hadn't involved himself by dating that, you know, weird German chick that he's going through his dating on the Which is so obviously a ploy. It's so obvious. Yeah, I agree. The one I agree. Just, was like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When she gets cold up. I will oh. say I do like the scene where she's, where he says, I like you. She's, she says, I like you, too. It's a good scene. It is a little heartfelt. Sure. When she's still, I mean, she shit the knee, she shits on his him. fucking shoulder. And he's like, yeah. yard. Yeah, and right. I, yeah. I, 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 I do think she did yeah. feel that, but you know, <laughs> the, the pigeon's in on it, man. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we got a sharpshooter in the trees, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Hoffman, Hoffman is a great, like, Jackie Chan, uh, 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 Rumble the Bronx movie. He jumps from like overpass to overpass. It's pretty oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. That came out of nowhere because he had really done any action, anything up until that point. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. That was, no. that was surprising that that was a move they pulled off. Yeah. It looks, it's, it looks good. I think it really does look good. Um, I like, um, when, uh, uh, Janeway's running after, um, Hoffman's character and he says oh, yeah. uh, get the fucking car 
<laughs> I, I used to think I used guy. to think this character was uh was uh, when I was a young kid. I don't know why I thought this, but I thought he was uh he's part of the Kennedy family. I always was about to say that, and oh, the I reason why, yeah, holy shit! He, so he played as Kennedy in what like broad? Yes, in Broadway or something. I, I saw this. Where the oh, fuck shit. did I see it? Yes, because he plays a perfect like his his Boston accent and everything. It's and looks yeah, like it his just like his him. Yeah, Kennedy cloth like haircut. Kennedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. Let yes. me yeah. oh, see. I could tell you right here. I, I know for a fact that this that is... smile, man. He's yeah, he looks like a politician, one hundred percent. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, let's see. But 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 yeah. I okay. Be... He, where he performed in fifteen plays, portrayed uh, Robert F. Kennedy in the Off Broadway uh, spoof McBird. Oh, there it is. Yes, and his role as JFK in a docudrama about Cuban Missile Crisis. This is where he all started his career, is like looking like that crummy politician kind of guy that always gives you the vibe that he's going to fuck you over at some point in time, you know? <laughs> I remember yeah, watching this, this movie younger when I was a kid, and then seeing him in the 24 show, like fucking decades oh, really? later, like 2010 or 11, he plays a president. <laughs> there we go, of there course. We go. Damn. He could have gone into politics and done just fine with that kind of face, I guess. I think so. I think that, so. That's the game, apparently. That's the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, no, no, no intelligence behind it whatsoever. Just speak words. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> speak to the dummies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dummies. A lot of dummies out there. Oh yeah, easy to corral them. I, I love the um, uh, the seventies foley in this movie. What I mean, like, so foley, I mean like the sound effects in the movie. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. They're pretty hilarious. Like they're like they are, so yeah. over the top. Like the um, gunshots. Yeah, the right. gunshots. It's, like, it's hitting fucking stone, but it's still like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like metal. <laughs> um, I love the uh, 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 like the foley. Well, I guess it's the ADR where uh, uh, where uh, when Schneider gets uh, fucking stabbed, he's like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? They can't run him back in. It's strange. It was that okay. whole era of that, like you go back and look at all those guests yeah. back in the day. It's mm-hmm. so overplayed. God, it's like yeah, it uh, what's her name in Dark Knight Rises? Marion <laughs> Cotillard. She remember? just shakes twice. <laughs> it's like it's, not, it's so bad. I don't remember that, but I gotta do the rewatch for that. Oh, it's so awful. It's the worst death scene ever. <laughs> I believe it. I believe you, man. I believe you. But like they're they're, they're full of it in here. I, I, I you know uh, growing up with them, I find them charming. But I I have to mention them anytime we watch a seventies movie because it's so like anytime like somebody's like uh, is in a scuffle in a movie, there's like this tip tapping shoes all over the place. Like you hear it, it's like so loud. Yeah, and I love it. It's, it's, it's hilarious, but it's so fucking funny. And like and like it sounds like they, someone brushing a sidewalk. <laughs> like, like the scene where like where the he's being sort of where uh, you know, babe's getting sort of uh, quote unquote investigated. Uh, at the um at his apartment is mm-hmm. that guy he's like he's totally like they don't you never see a cop a detective talk which i think is an interesting directing uh directing idea but like it sounds really dumb like his voice sounds dumb like he's it sounds like, out of place with the rest of the audio and right it yeah. sounds like kermit the it frog almost. Like a fucking sore therm man yeah Bam. it's so strange <laughs> hey, you know I'm sorry, you know, you know, I didn't mean to do this to you, but uh, you know, this is kind of how it goes. I hope you understand. It's just like we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. (laughs) One of the great interjections was when fucking uh, Janie was chasing down Babe, 
and they're climbing over like this pile of rubbish or whatever, like trash or chunks of concrete, whatever it was. <laughs> and he falls. And then Jamie, like looking down at the rock, like they had to inject the sun, he goes, hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love when Jamie when Jamie he, he goes up that hill, he like he like hits the hill, but like kind of dies for a couple seconds. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, <shit." laughs> like what? You're right. He just stops and he like slips a little bit, but he just sits there like staring down into the trash. And that's where they put the hoo, 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 hoo sound. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls it. He pulls it that, that class. Classic tiny, the tiniest thirty-eight of all time brings it out. <laughs> yes, dude, that guy. thing is a—that's a fucking shoe gun right there, man. Shoe gun, man. <laughs> <You're gonna laughs> any action stopping power, good god, sure does. <laughs> yeah. You can hit your target. Yeah, that right. little tiny nose barrel. That yeah, he's shooting him at like forty yards away. <laughs> forty <laughs> yards in the shit. dark. <laughs> in the dark. Yeah. Oh man, I just love how Devane falls him into like the pit or whatever they go into, and he still gets away. It's like. Thank God this pit would just happen to be here. <laughs> right. right, yeah. And he's have he and Hoffman was uh, able to jump from fucking it, overpass. It becomes overpass. the marathon, man. It's the fun. Oh, yes. I'll use my feet to run away, <laughs> living up to my potential. So I think that uh, his obsession, I guess, with Jesse Owens and all that, right? That's like oh, the... is that Jesse Owens? That's Jesse Owens. No, it's it is not. I wrote that okay. down. It should have been. It's all Nazi related. Why wasn't it just well, this was related <laughs> to something different? Hang on, I gotta find. Yeah, y'all go ahead. I'll find the notes. Okay, so the opening, or it's a reference to a BB Bakilla. He won the nineteen sixty Olympic marathon shoeless. Didn't wear fucking Whoa. shoes. Oh, that guy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about yeah, this. Just, dude. Yeah, just to show that he, uh, he even said Ethiopia always won. With a deteriorating hero heroism, <laughs> I was like, "God damn, what a quote!" Wow, wow, that's yeah, wow. that's insane, dude. Barefoot, wow. what a beast! Because yeah, that's I what did... I thought. I thought it was Jesse Owens for sure. Yeah, because uh, with the Nazi theme in this movie, it, it should yeah. have been like I thought that was the undertone of who he's going to be to overcome beating the Nazis. Jesse Owens. Apparently, it more relates to Dustin Hoffman's character rather than the overall <laughs> thing. Kind of weird, yeah. But that is strange. That's someone yeah, that's who strange. needs to be recognized. Don't get me wrong. Like he was, a, is a very important person. A, a, a BB Bakilla. Huh. Okay. Well, shit. That's good to know. And to not and to not completely cut everything out of Dustin Hoffman's performance. I thought that his uh, see, like his relationship with Schneider in this movie with Doc seemed like. Very like legit brotherly type of relationship. Realistic, yeah. Well, I, Realistic. Yeah, I completely agree. They, they they make a they they are really good brothers in this movie. I would like to see them together with more screen time than just the you know minute that we got maybe uh, together. Right, but or in and out. You get you get Roy Schneider's point of view, and then Dustin's. It should have been more integrated. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it comes to a head when in another one of my favorite scenes in this movie was the dinner where he fucking calls out the chick. Yeah, like I love also, that scene. Yeah. That's so good, dude. I thought later he was going to be like, hey, I'm going to tell you that she's a double agent or she, you know, she's a spy. But he, he at the dinner table have. goes, no, yeah, it would have made a lot more sense. Would have prolonged and, both of their well, lives. Not only that, exactly. You wouldn't have <laughs> gone to the later meeting where everything goes awry. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Like, like the fact that like they get wrong, they get um, mugged in Central Park or wherever it is. And then, um, you know, Hoffman writes the letter to him to get him there. Mm -hmm. And then after he finds, he figures out, Kind of that she is who she says she is. She, she is not who she says she is. You have a great shot of him just sitting there thinking about like, hey, like something fucking wrong here. And there's another German. With no, well, I brother? feel like are you talking like, about Roy Schneider after he outs her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought he just felt bad for fucking up his 
brother's date, you know? Okay, well, because the next time you see him, he's meeting with uh, Sville, and he's like, he goes hey, immediately. my fucking brother? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's like you're supposed to leave family out of it, and that fucked everything up. Yeah. Yep. I do I find it interesting. Uh, Goldman got, uh, he was, it's reported that he was paid uh, $500,000 for the screenplay. 76, right? It's a oh, lot of money. God damn. Um, also, but there's another source that says he got paid for four fifty thousand. So who cares? Still like a million fucking two million dollars. Oh, subtle dip that went to his agent. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so like, uh, so this here on Wikipedia says uh, the book. This is from Robert Evans, who's the producer on here. I think Robert Evans produced like he Batman? produced Chinatown, uh, Godfather One and Part Two. Right. I think um, he produced Love like, Story. Love Story. Yes. From the did, 70s. He, did, did he produce um, Wild Wild West? I think it's somebody else. It's oh, I don't have that written down. Maybe, maybe man. Married to Barbara Streisand at one point. But uh, hmm. this was, the book reads like a movie. Uh, he says this. The book reads like the movie movie of all time, said producer Robert Evans. I regard it as a cheap investment because you don't often find books that translate into film. This is the best thing I've read since The Godfather. It could go all, right. all the way if we don't foul it up in making it now maybe i feel dumb and i I, every time i watch this movie because there's so many things i don't understand about what's happening in the background with the diamonds and everything so that the diamonds themselves like the doctor the dentist fucking schnell extracted but his brother in new york is trying to get all of them to him or it has them coming to him and he's and so the dentist goes back to take that role over is trying to gather all the diamonds back into his possession why is it clear from, why is his brother from, involved why is his brother getting the diamonds and gold that he extracted well i think the whole catalyst is um you know the first opening sequence you see the brother go to the bank he gets some diamonds out i think he puts it in his pocket like it's in like a band case or something yeah okay yeah in his pocket so then after that you know and him and uh then he he passes on the street with chest with chest view camera to to schreider right yeah he hands it on the street to oh yes exactly yes and so and then he gets in the car goes that whole fucking fiasco and he dies and i think once the psychopath Zell heard this news in Argentina. He was more, he's more concerned with the diamonds being robbed completely from him. Right. So that's why he risked, you know, insane amount of risk to go back to the States to get this done. But it mm-hmm. still feels to uh, me, it's like it, it's a plot line that's been written on like random chance, which I fucking love. Right. It's, it's a random car crash that starts this entire fiasco. Agreed. Huh. Which makes and yeah, sense. And so it's stored. Uh, okay, and then yeah, so it's stored all in the in the safety deposit. Do safety and deposit boxes actually yeah. exist? Have you guys ever seen one in your whole life? No, I don't I've have ne- anything valuable to put in one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I just <laughs> like, shit. Okay, so but you would think when you go to a bank, you'd see a big vault where there's safety deposit boxes or like private rooms where you can look at them. Or is that just a New York thing? Or I mean, it's a real thing. In a lot yeah, I want to see what's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just I haven't just, I just never had anything to hide so badly that I had to put, have a safe talk, safe talk box or whatever. Half the so. shit in there has to be fucking child porn. and uh, there's It gotta has be to be. It has to be. Yeah. Or jewels and cash, man. I feel yeah. like that's yeah. always a main deposit. Or so like at least it, I'm hoping for. 
Or like at the end of The Rock, the the film that shows the real JFK assassination footage that, you know, shot from Connie, another angle. you want to see your shot, JFK? <laughs> you want to see your shot, JFK? <laughs> Honey? about this movie is like it's all from this car crash that kind of set up this whole thing apart with the younger zell giving schneider those diamonds and then him dying immediately after i think that the older Schneider just thought that they were trying to rob him you know what i mean so he went through all the trouble for that it's fucking insane yeah, yeah. i mean i think most nazis got caught this way this is sort of like this tiny spark that just fucking by chance fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's how we caught uh, Osama, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of info slips through, and it's enough to fucking build a case and get chop, after it. Chop Kill him and dump him in the sea. He's chum. Yeah. <laughs> throw him him in the see a body or evidence, we'll just dump him in the fucking sea. Yeah, hey, guys, he's gone. No big deal. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, shit. But yeah, yeah this is why I like this movie. I love the heavy nature of these, the Nazi scientists and spies, the the whole noir kind of crazy spy work. Mm-hmm. I love movies like this, man. And it's really done. My only complaint is Hoffman, only at times. He's fucking great throughout the majority of the movie, but man, sometimes it's like, it just doesn't, I don't know, doesn't click for me. Yeah, yeah he's he, he's a rough one, but the, yeah, but the, I think that the, the way the that film it's shot- itself. This storytelling, the way it's shot, the the story and how it's portrayed in a pretty tight timeline in hour 45, a lot happens. Uh, I feel like they drop, like at the start of the movie, like Jeremy, you were saying earlier, not a lot happens at the start, but they're kind of building up. I like to think right. of them as like crab traps that you just leave out with bait in them, right? And then right. the second half of the movie, they're just coming to scoop it up and it's just filled with fucking delicious crabs, dude. And there's well, like... <laughs> it's, a, it's a movie that's really well written, in my opinion. It's really well scripted. Like if tie, yeah. like the way it ties things in together, like you just like like a good spy movie should be, or espionage movie should be, like where, where the fuck is this going? And they tie it in right. really well. Like I, I mm-hmm. truly, like perfectly well. Like I, it's like, I mean like, that scene again. I, I know we mentioned it slightly, but like that scene where, where Jamie picks up, where Jamie comes in and basically quote unquote saves fucking uh, Babe, and he's driving around in a circle and just driving right back. And Hoffman's like, "You killed him! You fucking killed him!" But he's like blanks, you know, mm-hmm. just blanks. And it's just like yeah, it's right. fucking, it's like insane. Like the the last hour is just like uh, uh, crazy shit after crazy shit fuck. happens. Yeah, it's yeah. total mind. Yeah, it's a mind fuck. Yeah, it's it's really good. Like the fact that like you know. He gets the opportunity to like uh, hit those dudes with the fucking car door and, and run off, and like everything's just going to shit. But then, like you, you know, you see Jamie just in the scene before going like like he's just so confident in the, uh, this old fucking crazy Nazi. It's like you're a very confident man. I can I can see that. And he's just like, you got till one p.m. to figure your shit out. And he's like, <laughs> what if I don't figure it out one p.m.? He's like, you got till one p.m. to I'll figure your shit know. out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Get it done. It's, and, it's I th- and I think crazy. that Janie kind of sort of had protection of that division or agency or whatever it was on his back, right? Like, had right. anything happen to him, which leads me to believe that, you know, you can't kill a room full of people that are that involved and you get to keep running marathons around New York. Well, I mean, the, the agency is <laughs> the agency is such a weird thing. I mean, it's it's definitely a seventies. It's very idea. ambiguous. Yeah. It's very yeah, it's very mm-hmm. ambiguous. Uh, you know, it's this this is you know the the uh, shadow agency. Um, but the fact I that mean, like really, Roar Schneider is only like I guess trustable 
narrator. I, you know what I, I mean? I, I guess so because like, who the fuck is the is the agency just Strider and fucking Jamie? Who, who, and that's, I don't, yeah, that's a weird. Thing. Yeah, that's strange. I don't understand. Like they're they're like they're doing like this this uh, all this work like. Uh, just working with like well, fucking Nazis and shit. Like, I mean, they're, they're saying that the, his dad was part of it too, right? Like, that was all part yeah, of the same. His dad wasn't in his head, whatever. But I they think never really a... resolved either. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't, I, I think they just try to use it against him about his father. I think his father, whatever he was doing with that McCarthy Act thing, mm-hmm. uh, he truly figured that out. And it, that's why, uh, 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 that's why he killed himself. But it's also why, uh, uh, uh Hoffman says that he, uh, uh, he, uh, he that his that he would probably disown disown his older brother because what he's doing now because he's a fucking because well, he thought he was man. an oil executive but yeah he's, right. yeah, he's he not realize what he was doing yeah mm-hmm. but he's also like you know his brother his father was always like you can't trust these fucking people in politics you, you can't trust them it doesn't work that way and it turns out yeah you can't trust them like, I mean even though he 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 was there for his brother don't be wrong but like. You know he 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 hates hearing about his father's death and that his 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 brother is also writing a paper about his brother. But this uh, simultaneously, he's Roy Schreider's doing some other cryptic weird shit. Mm-hmm. This is the shit that his father would have fought against a long time ago and tried to expose. And, right, right. And I like the randomness. Like Roy Schneider didn't even know what was going on with Babe until Babe wrote him that letter after getting mugged in the park. Right. Yeah. Just, I it, thought that's pretty fascinating. It, 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 and it all connects it, it, together. Yeah. Well, even yeah, well, like I was saying before, even fa- more fascinating is that the fact that Schreider uh, uh, c- comes there after she after he mentions this girl he kind of been smitten with, in the attack in the park, he comes there and then everything kind of falls apart after that. Like that's where he has a meeting, gets stabbed. That's where fucking uh, they have this sort of the the whole break. Uh, Jimmy gets him this whole breakdown of like what they were doing, um, and then he gets he gets kidnapped that night. All the shit fucking unfolds after fucking Schreiner dies after, because mm-hmm. of that letter. That letter was like the, the it was the core of all of this. I think. Yeah, be. yeah. I mean that that was yeah. definitely at least a catalyst. And I mean, babe, the catalyst, it, that's it. Yeah. Babe, babe wouldn't know shit. It's all about, about the diamonds, though. There's nothing else. It's all about the diamonds that Zell wanted. Like that's yeah. right. That's what the ground root of everything is. Right. And you know that's why, it, as, as far as we can infer, that's what. Um, babe or Doc was involved in with Janeway, but you don't know as as far as I'm assuming, since Janeway was bad, he was trying to get the diamonds across so he get a cut from it. You know what I mean? Right. What, what do you say? He flows both ways, right? Say something like that. What? Doesn't doesn't Jamie say something like that? Like it flows. If it, it flows, and that both makes ways. sense in that terminology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm gonna yeah. fucking I'll sneak him across so I can get a cut from everything we can, and that's the CIA and FBI at the same time, yeah, man. They yeah, do I'm, horrendous I'm, shit. For their yeah. own personal reasons, yeah. I agree, I agree. Right. It's, it's wild to me that Babe wouldn't know fuck all of what's going on in any of the situations if exactly. it wasn't for Janie trying to juke him and telling him the entire background of everything that's happened. Like, and being like, oh yeah, he didn't go for it, so no, never mind. So, well, 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 if you Doc think about... was set up from the get-go through Janeway. Well, if like, you think about... Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, Doc was... Okay, all right. That, that, that's okay. interesting. I mean, um, I mean, he got killed by Janeway at the end. Like, wouldn't that be the point to bring Herman Zell back in and use him as a patsy? You know, push sure, him yeah, 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 that's yeah. true. That's true. That's just what I thought the plan. Was. I mean, you think about it, it's like like the fact that Jamie tells him all this. Sh- he like backloads all this shit. It's like, why would he tell him all this? Like, there's some secret ass shit. In, in, in case, I mean, unless he's working with because he knows it's not going to go yeah. anywhere else. Yeah, he's gonna fucking get. He's gonna get brought in tonight to be fucking tortured. 
the board. But the also, board... there's another weird. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Tron. No, no, you first, buddy. I was gonna say it's weird at the beginning when he goes with the courier and is like, "Oh, that guy did not expect me." But there's really no. I thought you were dead. As to yeah, do what? I thought you were dead. You you looked at me like I I, I was dead. Exactly. It's and then much. like I don't know why he thought that because the bomb goes off like three minutes after the fact when he's right, way the right. fuck away from the scene. It's it's really weird how that's put together. It is yeah. strange. Yeah, like the fact that like the 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 you know random choice or whatever his name is is right, hanging out. Random, yeah, Sorry. yeah. Uh, it's not him, but yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 but like the fact that he is in uh, sort of a arcade or whatever, right across the way from the restaurant, watching them um, playing some pinball. And play, playing, he's, well, he's playing pinball with eyes not on the pinball himself. He's just pushing buttons. But uh, <laughs> but um, he, he could kill these fuckers any time he wanted to. But it seems like he wants to get up and close and strangle them instead. But uh, I find that fascinating. That um, that uh. uh they kind of know what's going and, on the whole time. I mean, I, Shredder is like, sorry. go ahead. I didn't know if maybe they thought, maybe the fucking psychopathic Zell thought that someone else got the younger Zell's key and that they would have access to all those diamonds. Maybe that's mm, why he brought himself out. That of makes so much sense. hiding. Because awesome. what I read is like, he was just completely scared of the robbery of losing those diamonds that he stole from all the Jews. <laughs> Because right. he was right. investigating, he was investigating. That's a that's a good idea there. Because he was investigating the shit out of what the crash was about, who did. Because he had hundreds of papers set up, and just trying to get down and yeah. just to try to see if he could pick up on a sign of maybe somebody getting the key before the crash happened. That's very and, possible. Yeah, and that because he only had the other one, and I, I don't know how safety deposit boxes work, but I'm assuming you need both. <sighs> oh, maybe, possibly. I don't know. That's what, again, it makes a great uh, conspiracy theory. Maybe does a good job of that because my, my theory is that they're great. I was yeah. trying to think of why. So yeah, this is shower thoughts last night is after watching the movie, but I was trying to think of why Zell was, you know, the main thing that he gives a fuck about is his safety and those diamonds. And the reason for his safety is transporting it's, those diamonds. It's German paranoia. It's, Nazi it's all paranoia. about the money. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And in that he sends his like henchmen off to go track down like, What's just a minor inconvenience, this babe character, but he sends out who should be bodyguarding him through this transaction for sure to go get babe. But as I'm thinking more about it, I'm like, maybe he knew that that wasn't going to shake out well and it eliminates people like he maybe even thought of what, you know, Janie and his and his, his two henchmen being a potential threat to him as well and hoping that maybe the way it shook out would be the best case scenario. Yeah, and I feel like I agree with you, man. That had to be the reason he just, like, fuck it, I'll go in myself. He's been hiding for at least 30 years at this point, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah, it makes – that's the only thing I can think of. He was so scared of those diamonds being stolen or whatever. And you see him when he stares at the end. It's so fucking weird when yeah. he's dumping them out in the safety deposit room. It's like, oh, my God. They, the guy's all the diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> Are you so right in there? <laughs> right? <laughs> but I think that's what it was, man. It's like he was so scared of losing that amount of wealth that he accumulated. Even after his brother died, he was willing to risk it just to go back for that. That's crazy. But, you know, what they said there was like 10,000 per carat. You know, it was like six carat in each diamond. So multiplied by oh, the amount fuck. he had, that's a stupid amount of money. Oh, dumb. And 76 money, too. So that's uh, yeah, exactly <laughs> before inflation. <laughs> oh, fuck. dude. Oh, yeah, that's that's. Oof. That's a whole lot of dollars, dude. That's what makes that scene yeah. to me so fucking impactful. It's like 
when they're in that room and he's just throwing diamonds at him, just like fuck you, and they're getting between the cracks and falling down. Like, but they're I great, love it, man. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, dude. losing everything. Yeah, losing it bit and, by bit. And and he's like, start eat the diamonds, fucker. Like swallow them as many as you can eat. Like, right. yeah, God, it's so good. It's great. I, I would assume to the movie I love. Yeah, go ahead, Jeremy. Yeah, tell, let's, let's, let's talk about the ending again. I, I um um I was trying to get grind. I was trying to get to it again tonight. I could make it. Uh, uh but um the the fact that they go that Ilsa takes him uh to uh a farmhouse that looks like. Mm-hmm. Looks a lot oh, like yeah. his father's house or their house when he was a kid. Yeah. Um, and the fact that he's like, why did you take me here? And she's just like avoiding the point, like, oh, the key has got to be here somewhere. Let, let me look for Whose it. Whose house is this bitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it. motherfucking games. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, I'm sorry, my phone. Um, have you mentioned the lady, uh, Elsa, Marth, Marth Keller? I. I'm not sure if I've seen yeah, her. Yeah, she's been fantastic. I think she was a good actor, but so obvious that she is a poi. Like, yeah, as soon as he right. goes, he goes yeah. yeah, he goes, is this Snell's house? He's like, and then it turns into like very, again, insult things. Like, are, are you his mistress? How many people have you fucked? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah! you find that first girlfriend and she's like, are you chewing? I'm like, no, what do you mean? I don't understand what that word even is. Like, bitch, you're totally cheating. I could see past you being a German spy who's trying to take my life, but did you sleep with this snow character? <laughs> I, 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 I agree with this. I agree with this. I, but I do like it. Uh, I think Mike mentioned it before, but like, I do like the fact that he's, he's just like, like, uh, uh, he, he, Hoffman's just like, um, like, like, tell me what, tell me what. Like he's like freaking the fuck out. He's sweaty and, and the dirty. He makes us hilarious. Yeah, he's got like dirt in his teeth and shit. And uh, <laughs> oh, that's the that's the, the dental drill shit. Hole. That's where they, yeah. yeah. Oh, the drill hole. Sorry, they torture yeah. him. Yeah. Okay. But it does look like that motherfucker. You just need some black resistant yeah. toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> That's the uh, char- new charcoal trend, dude. That's all that shit is. But like, um, he, she basically gives up the ghost, right? She told him that they're going to be there soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she then, after the whole situation goes down and he's fucking like losing his mind and shaking the gun at these dudes and they keep moving forward a little bit. Of course, it shakes out that he's like fucking fastest hand in the West, like is able to take <laughs> right. down like. Two dudes in the drop of a hat and still pull his gun on a third dude who's got his gun on. And he's like, don't you fucking do it. And to me, on Janie. And to me, this is fucking, I think this is an awesome part. Like, Janie's like, dude, look, I'll tell you where this motherfucker is and what he's about to do in exchange if you get me some diamonds, right? And then he still decides, Janie still decides, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. And she saves his ass. She saves his ass last second. It's just like, he's going to shoot you. And she gets capped in the side of what looks like the most painful fucking location to ever uh, get shot in. Straight to the lungs, ribs. Oh, oh right, oh. yeah, right. Oof, man, but yeah, crazy. Kudos to you, fucking Janie. Like, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about this. I was, I, I was watching. Um, uh, I watched the uh, Mission Impossible, the the, uh, the 1999 or 1997 movie with uh, Tom Cruise. Uh, red light, green light. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I said this so much as a kid. The red light, green light. I mean, a kid, you guys, right now. Um, even told Joe about it when we were watching. I'm like, man, fuck red light, green light, man. Um, but like, uh, there's a character in there that dies similar the same way. She's kind of a shell or, or, or whatever, a mole that gets to uh, Ethan, and she dies a similar way by her father, like in the movie. And I'm like, man, 
so interesting that, that that you know maybe possibly I could be thinking about too much, but like possibly you know Marathon Man has definitely um, uh, uh, resonated with people for years. People writing scripts and whatnot. Uh, mm. It's yeah. a really really fascinating ending. Um, the twists are truly great twists. Nice. Really great twists. Yeah. With some classic like seventies like jazz and shit behind too. it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's like, um, it's just like, um, uh, I love that, like, the, the there's no, like, uh, hero moments. There's no hero, hero music. No. There's no, there's nothing, like, there's no uh, heroism at all in the movie. It's just, like, a dude trying to figure shit out that gets, it gets more complicated uh, um, later on in his life, where it's already pretty fucking complicated. Um, and him uh, surprisingly not ending up in a mental institution at the end of the movie. <laughs> so <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like this one too is it's, it's a fun spy movie, man, it, but it's so overacted. And the ending is compared to the book ending. It's fucking ridiculous. Okay. So the book ending fucking babe draws cell out into like the middle of central park and puts fucking rounds all in that motherfucker. Ooh. Just literally oh. shoots that fucker to death. Nice. And so the diamonds are lost. And like something happens that they're still lost, but this whole underground tunnel sequence where Snell stabs himself. Like I even wrote like this, this ending has so many fucking problems. Let me write yeah. this. <laughs> I was like, this makes no sense. After all this fucking bullshit, he stabs himself. Like, I, 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 I am not a fan of the movie ending. Yeah, I mean, look, it sounds. Not, Sorry. Not a Nazi. <laughs> not, that's not a Nazi move. Nazi did not want to stab himself. It's, 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 yeah, that's very Japanese yeah. seppuku shit. That's yeah, some right, seppuku shit. Yeah. That's a terrible ending. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid. And so, ro- yeah, rolling down the stairs and mistakenly stabbing yourself. And that's that's one thing, right? And this guy is like, I guess, so anti everything. I don't. I, I'm not better. Oh, I Does even is from babe around. I'd say from babe's <laughs> position, like I would at least popped around in his ass to make sure he was dead. First off, secondly, there's still a briefcase full of diamonds at the bottom of those stairs. I'm not above grabbing those fucking diamonds. Those They're diamonds. gonna end up somewhere. <laughs> the the terror. The, look, the fucking the terror has already happened. Those diamonds exist now, right? Yes, it's done. The atrocities have been done. I have no dude. Those <laughs> I like, no. I'm going to go donate all that money to fucking good causes, and I will take a little chunk and not have to work the rest of my life. Damn straight. Put good back in the world instead of filling it at the bottom of a fucking water well. Like, yeah, whatever. It's like, oh, my God, you killed my brother, but I can't shoot you. What a pussy. Man, I'm sorry. That's baffling. Even if you're the most nonviolent person, that's horseshit. (laughs) Yeah. I I wonder why they changed it to, to this. Seventies. It's why they cut out all the homosexual references. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to tone it back for. I mean, he even know, screen audiences at the time. He tortured him, even just for that. Even just for that. Most Nazis were like kind of homosexual. Yeah. Yeah. Nazis totally gay. Fuck them all. Yeah. 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 Gay. Straight. Straight of gay. They were dressed far too fashionable to not be gay. Yeah, it's like Republicans, right? Yeah, but like, it's so facto. Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, it's like it's so interesting to me. I mean, I like the scene with the diamonds fucking fall through the grate and he's scrambling for him. That's cool, but like, 
I'm with Tron. Keep those fucking diamonds, homie. Like, shoot this fucker up and th- put him in the fucking water or whatever at the end. Don't, donate it to and Jewish causes, even. Fucking do sure. something. with. Don't just leave it in the water. That's fucking crazy. Wait, it, man. For me, that's the problem with the old ending. It's very anticlimactic. Like, you've had this whole build-up, everything. I feel like the way the novel ends, bringing, them ass, bringing his ass out to Central Park and shooting him to death is way better than the the movie version. I just agree. It feels like yeah. you're, you're running, you know, a marathon and then it ends in a fucking someone passing out. <laughs> so I, I do not like the end of this movie at all. He does and throw that's the only gun. problem with it. He does throw the gun away and I guess that's kind of like the okay, I let go of this whole father shit and it just took you know, my entire family dying and and me Fair committing and multiple murders. That, yeah. And Fair so enough. I did like that. I was like, okay, like he finally beat it, but uh, and then he just starts running again, and he kind of has like this self nod to himself that he's like, "Yeah, I did it." Yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 very much. So. The sound music, like, <laughs> pal. <laughs> I, I do love the symbolism symbolism of a gun. It's a very it's a it's a great part of the story itself, and letting it yeah. go, and whatnot. But diamonds, come on, man! It's 1976. Take like the fucking diamond, bro. <laughs> <It's a little laughs> crazy. <laughs> you don't you don't have to use them for anything. For charity work, I mean, I, I'm with I'm with Tron. I mean, that's, that's that's a nice idea, but like, I'm getting diamonds, and I'm living in a shithole like that, being called a creepo, I'm taking the diamonds. I'm selling them for myself. I'm. Fucking he literally has one hoodie that's got multiple holes, holes and bird shit yeah. and bird shit on it. <laughs> bird shit. Yeah. That, after after what happened, after and, the study pulled, he just got robbed all his TV and shit. Yeah, he stole all the shit. So he, yeah, he, gets, he needs some fucking money, man. His girlfriend's fucking dead. To morally so. justify that very easily. Oh, it was from this piece of shit Nazi, and he tortured me. And the worst thing he would want was for me to spend it. There you go. Now we got. <laughs> there we go. I agree. That's what the Nazis doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I hate. I I like that he had a blade concealed in his sleeve when he cuts that dude's throat in the middle of the street. And like goes, oh man, he needs help, whatever, and like moves away. But him dying by that thing was a fucking cop out. That oh, that did. Oh man, Ugh. I did hate that. Yeah. So much about that final climax. I'm just like. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh... yeah, me too. And, and like I said, I love this movie. It's one of my favorites. Oh, it's fantastic. It's it's argumentative. You know what I mean? Oh, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah, we can definitely have a, you know discuss it uh, because it's. I don't. I still don't understand why they decided to do it this way. I don't see why that would have been a problem for them to go to Central Park or whatever park and you have this dude fucking getting loaded on. It makes yeah. no sense. It, it doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, we're waiting for that moment. We're waiting to get for him to get his fucking vengeance in this motherfucker. You know? Yeah. Exactly. And we don't get yeah, it. I feel like we get to it. Do it differently really. to tone down anger and overtones with everything involved in the seventies. I, mean, I get it, but God damn it, Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nazis, I'm right man, there with you. Fuck. <laughs> fucking fifty years later, we're still in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are justifiably the world's punching bag, as they should continue to be. Agree. Shoot them, Shoot them in the park forever. at the end of every movie. If <laughs> every movie we had ended with that, I wouldn't get tired of watching it. Damn sure. No. I mean, is that scene? Is that that's a great scene in the Empire of Ryan where they they're they're hanging the fucking uh, rough finds and they they're struggling to kick that fucking stool underneath his fucking legs. It's like a long scene, but like yeah. it happens. But like, come on, man, you get that's just Nazis. Who gives a fuck about Nazis, man? Yeah, I'm dying. right. Blossom to hell, dude. Hmm. But um, yeah, it's just a, 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 a Mike. I'm glad you picked you picked this because it's um, it's a gym. Um. And uh, it made, I, mean, I, I looked this up. It made a lot of fucking money back in 76, too. 
it was a runaway hit. It was actually more surprising than the producers expected. Bob Evans yeah. himself was like, "What the fuck? Cool." <laughs> yeah, it was made for. It, this is this is this is surprising. Honestly, seventy six. This is I think most of his budget went to fucking Lawrence Olivier. Uh, it was made to, made for six point five billion dollars in seventy six. Wow. Uh, and it made twenty eight point two mil. It made a lot wow. of money. Wow. A lot of money. Yeah. Yep. Holy this shit. movie was way more. Because this movie is so depressing. It's like this movie made twenty six point or twenty eight point two million in, in nineteen seventy six. It's a trip I mean, to me, by the way. It reminds me of going back and watching these noirs even more. It's like, God damn, these are not fun stories. They're awesome no, films, no. but they're heavy, heavy. Yeah. Heavy. Right, right. Yeah. 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 They're very, very, very heavy. Yeah. Um, I think uh both Which of you guys, I love them. You both mm-hmm. of you guys pick some heavy movies. Um mine's not. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah. But I mean, yeah, there's no these noirs, um, you know. Heavy stuff, man. Like you know, th- th- not to be taken uh, for granted, uh, especially in a movie like this, uh, with how many uh, twists and turns it takes. And uh, uh, I, I find it very fascinating. I'd love to read the book or listen to the book. One of those two, but um, I'm glad a movie it's like this came out on Kindle, but not Audible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, but um, yeah. Uh, thanks, uh, Mike. Thank your thanks. Thanks to your mom. Big time, yeah. For you know, reminding you about Marathon Man. Marathon Man's awesome. Great poster, by the way. Love the mar- always love the Marathon Man poster. It's awesome. That's yeah, sick. Um, but uh, yeah. So there it is. Um, I hate to sound like Jeff Goldblum there. <laughs> yeah. 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 It. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's available on Paramount Plus, Showtime right now. If y'all can find it there, it's a it's a movie worth watching. It Big definitely time. is. Definitely yeah, is. I, we're talking about the shortcomings of it because literally everything else is so fucking. Oh, yeah, it makes, all the movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you gotta make some fun. You gotta give yeah. some some jabs here and there. I mean, it's, it's just how sure. it is. But uh, yeah, it's uh, a uh, classic film. Yeah. And also, I have to mention. Uh, I I had this in my notes, but the fact that like Roy Schreider goes into uh, Hoffman's place. Uh, you know, they're brothers, but like the way. Hoffman, the camera works with the with the flashlight. It's like almost like Hoff, like a Schreider's like the shadow. Like he's moving so quickly, <laughs> books are like falling down. Like I got a gun. And he's like he's like doing crazy like flash type of shit. Ghost or, things that yeah. It's the man's a fucking man. wizard. You know? <laughs> uh, he killed it's, fucking it's, jaws. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious, but I, I still love it. Um, but uh, yeah, he's uh, a great actor. Roy Schneider commands every scene he's always in. Man, he's great I, in this. He's movie got too. that great presence. I gotta yeah. tell you, I've had a. I've been wanting to do a, a Schneider fucking month for a long time. I think Roy Schneider's a fucking way underrated actor. Um, and he's uh, he could get a lot more. I think he's a lot of love, but I would I'd love to cover the cover some movies for him for a month, or a couple of movies just in the within the month. But he's I've always loved Roy Schreider. Obviously, it came all from Jaws, but I've seen him in lots of other things too. And he's just a great fucking actor. Oh yeah. So um, I, I do love if you guys want to. It's a, it's a pretty funny story, but his uh, sort of uh, contractual sort of. Uh, 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 Bill to be in Jaws 2 is hilarious. Like, he's just like, fuck, I don't want to do this fucking movie, man. <laughs> but uh, it's a lot more deeper than that, but you guys should check it out. It's a, it's a lot of fun. But uh, anyways, um, so, all right, that's the uh, first part of our movies that you should see before you die. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it's not by a Nazi. 
Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I don't know where we're going. <laughs> Kill all those fuckers. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, have you guys had anything else to say before we jump off here? I, I'm very glad we got to talk about this. My mom was all about it. And I will bless her heart. Mom, listen with caution. <laughs> yes. Yes. Please. please. Going yeah. back Mama Decent, really, please. No, going back and really watching this movie, I liked it a lot more. And it, it kind of put me back in that spy path. You know what I mean? I love spy movies. So I'm glad we talked about it, man. Same. Me too. Thank me you too. so much, Mike, for bringing this up. It's uh it was a pleasure watching it again, man. And I it had it, I'd lost track of it for the past 10 years. And re-watching it, I picked up on a lot more than the last time I did. And I feel like the more I'm going to watch it, the more I appreciate this movie. <laughs> and Me so, too. Uh, yeah. I, I appreciate it for sure, man. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, great. Um, all right. Go go do um, – was it on again? I forget. I forget. Paramount uh, it's Plus. It's on Paramount Plus. Paramount or Plus. Showtime. Showtime. Or, or Showtime, okay. So, yeah, go there and check it out. Um, it's also available to run on Vudu. Um, so, uh, yeah, you have no excuse. Go watch it. Uh, keep it safe. Keep it safe. Keep it safe. Is it safe? Um, yes. Yeah, so and we'll, we'll talk to you guys next time. Please don't be a piece of shit. And uh, I have a note up here on my shelf to remind me always if you guys want to go back and find our back catalog, go to podbean.com. All the way back to number one, when it was just me and Deason, and you get to hear the introduction to Tron. So please go back and do that. Um, if you if you'd like do this the show, Podbean. Yeah, go to Podbean, oh, yeah. check it out, and um, yeah, listen to it. We're we're getting close to uh, episode two hundred. It's getting it's getting very close. Yes, dude. So, <clears throat> we're gonna be doing a big uh, extravaganza yeah. for that. Uh, but uh, yes, please go to Podbean. Um, if you guys want to go back further to the beginning, and um, yeah, we'd be doing us, uh, us a favor. And uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, and you'll enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, I haven't gone back and listened to those episodes, but, uh, they're, they're, you know, we've been doing, this show is so uh, random. I, I love it. And that's why it's a fun show to do. Uh, but uh, please be good, good to each other out there. Don't be a piece of shit. And uh, <clears throat> we'll talk to you guys very soon. Later. Adios. Peace. Paradigm of absolute control. And that's why we're just out here doing simple things, pointing out that we're meant to be in nature and be natural. And this is where we find the source that God made to transcend the new world order. And that's why they want to try to keep us out of it. I'm angry. I've had enough of these people. Little bones of Christian murderers gone. Maryland giant death factories keeping babies alive. Selling their body parts. What more do you need to know about these people? I go out and face these scones. They literally crawl out from under rocks. They have green looking skin and they run around screaming, We love Satan, we wanna eat babies. I have them on video. Hillary's in the creepy, weird six of men. Sleeps in the same room with that creepy weirdo woman Whose mother wears a hood over her head That woman number one is ugly Imagine how bad she smells, man I'm told her and Obama just stink Obama and Hillary both smell like sulfur
hobbling round coming after us My spirit gets close to that evil and I feel it go Ah, ah, ah We're such self-centered crap We don't even notice and it's self rising up against us Millions of pointed people of the very worst type And I'm so pissed We're gonna stab your daughter at the mall Stab you with a butcher knife And then the